y'all, welcome back to uh, another episode of All 22. Your co-host here, Fred Curtis. Got our other co-host, uh, Kelly Dossie, on the line. Out here molding the hearts of young men, um, coaching, coaching football at the uh, school in Cobb County. Um, <clears throat> Kelly, how's the season going, man? Yeah, playoffs soon, right? Yeah, man. Last um, last regular season game is actually tomorrow. Oh, I say tomorrow. It's tip. It would have been tomorrow. I uh, got pushed back to Saturday. So we, mm-hmm. we're going to have like a – the kids going to get a taste of some college football type situation. We play at 2 o'clock on Saturday. Oh. Um, yeah. So I uh, got postponed a week. Uh, and, you know, this, this, this COVID thing. Um, so the team we're playing actually had to forfeit their game last week. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So and, – and they got pushed back a day. But – uh, next week, I'm sorry, uh, Saturday is our last regular season game, and we actually start the postseason next Friday. Okay, okay. It'll be big, man. Yeah, that's what's up. Well, we're going to be rooting for you over here. Um, state Fighting championship for the three seed. <laughs> Fighting for the three seed in the region. Um, we, we, we know who we possibly going to be matched up with. Well, if, okay. we, if we win, we win or we lose. We know we're going to be matched up with the first round. We kind of got a feeling or an idea who's coming the second round. So, yeah, one game at a time. <laughs> That's this it. This will be big for the program. Um, a win in general against the school we're playing would be good. And then a uh, postseason win is always good. So, always good to get a win in the playoffs. So, we're going to be uh, rooting for you guys, wishing you all the best. Um, speaking of wins in the playoffs, uh, the New Orleans Saints haven't had one of those um, in a while, and or just can't seem to avoid um, debilitating losses in the postseason. And so I thought we would start today. And I know also for some of y'all are like, man, you you boys been gone for two months. Yes, we're <laughs> back consistently now. Um, unfortunately, we don't have uh, quite the means to do this full time yet, but it's coming. Um, so, you know, we're just going to be real. We got real jobs and responsibilities. <laughs> and, uh, I personally, you know, I, y'all know Kelly's a football coach. Um, I work in electoral politics. So, you know, September, October, November was, was just impossible. I feel like y'all can, uh, can understand. Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm wrapping <laughs> up. So at the very, you know, at the very latest, um, we'll be wrapping up like mid December. So, Hey, we'll we'll have you some weekly episodes again. Right. When it counts, we'll be there all through the exactly. play, all through the postseason, leading up to the draft, all through the draft, offseason. Uh this gonna this gonna be the spot um to be. Um I'm gonna come back real quick. I'm, we're gonna eat our words on the New Orleans Saints. All right, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say it right now. Okay. I had New Orleans going seven and nine. I thought the bottom would fall out. Now, granted, we talked about this in another podcast, and there is a post at www.relentless.love. That made a very solid data-driven case, right? They were one of the worst 13-3 and teams in history last season. The numbers bear that out. Expected win-loss, point differential, points per game, so on and so forth. Um, What's been the defense? That difference? That defense has just been balling. And I'll be straight up with y'all. I just looked at it. I was like, their defense is that good? They have the the best defense in the league. I didn't expect that. I'm wrong. Yeah, before you said it, I didn't think – I knew their pass rush was good. Was good. Um, and I listened to um, – I have like a 35-minute drive to work, so I listen to Sports Talk Radio. 
Um, you know, Atlanta Saints fan, fans hate each other. Oh, yeah. And they mentioned they had a guy, uh, a radio host from uh, New Orleans on, and he mentioned how good the defense has been, uh, especially that pass rush. And even their first round draft pick a couple of years ago, Davenport, mm. hasn't been as productive as, you know, he, he doesn't have like seven sacks. But since he's come back from uh, injury, that pass rush has gotten better. Mm-hmm. Um, Hendrickson, I think his name is, and um, you know Cam Jordan is. Cam Jordan does get enough love, man. Ageless. <laughs> he is a beast. Right. Every time, every game I watch, he's in the backfield. Yeah, and he's all over the place. So, yeah, man, it, it's all. And um, the Mario Davis, he doesn't get enough love. The secondary is still kind of, you know. I want to say that they're, they're, they're not trash, but you can score on that secondary. Yeah. All right. And if they have a lead, that's when they're hard to beat. Mm-hmm. Just because that pass rush, man, that pass rush is coming. Then Marcus Lattimore, Malcolm Jenkins, and uh, Janoris Jenkins, all those guys, that's when they're like, all right, it's time for us to the ball. Because you have to throw the ball now. Oh, yeah. They can just tee off on you. I, honestly, and and – you know, like I said, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I, neither of us are homers. When a team is good, when the, when the, you know, when the data and what's on the field bears itself out, it is what it is. If, if we had fans, New Orleans would be my favorite to win the Super Bowl for the very yeah. thing you just mentioned. That pass rush inside that dome, if they were to, if they were to play, if they were to be number one seed this year with yeah. fans, it's a wrap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so I think, I think that's going to be one of the interesting things because, even even if the NFL does go to eight teams, and I don't even I think that's like a contingency plan. If it is. Uh, some games get canceled, um, these playoffs I hope that happens. I do too. It's just, just too much up in the air right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just uh, I hope it happens. Just you get two more teams in, and you just you don't. The Tennessee Titans last year showed you. You get hot at the right time. You have a good formula. Mm-hmm. You can win games. You can sneak up against anybody. Mm-hmm. They had Kansas City down. They had them on the ropes. They had them on the ropes, man. <laughs> Houston had Kansas City 24 nothing. Yeah, which is crazy. We don't talk I mean, about that enough. You just never know. Yeah. Going back to um uh, New Orleans, what what we've been saying is still what's crazy is what we what we said, um, what the reasons why we said it would bottom out. Some of those stuff, some of those things are still happening. Absolutely. Winning these close it's close games. Mm-hmm. You gotta look against the um they went against the Lions by six. They trailed, I think, 14-0 that game. They beat the Chargers by three. Justin Herbert, rookie quarterback, that team always blows lead. Yeah, blows that's just lead. part of their brand. They beat the Panthers by three. They beat the Bears by three. They blow out the Bucks. That was a surprise. But they went on a stretch, one, two, three, four, four weeks straight where they trailed by double digits, but they found a way to win. Granted, they found a way to win, but those were some of the things that we highlighted and, you know, we thought was going to be the reason why they bottomed out. But Sean Payton and Drew Brees and all those cats said, nah. (laughs) Not happening. Hey, and like, you know, look, I – now, a part of one of the reasons why I think we thought they were going to bottom out 
is about to start bearing itself out too. And it was Drew Brees' ability, one, yes. to throw the deep ball, and two, to stay healthy. You're going to have to in the postseason. He hasn't done either of those this year. Either one. So, so that that is definitely a concern, and, and we don't know how long he's going to be out. I think he's got what three broken ribs and a collapsed lung. Um, you know, that's that. Those aren't chump injuries for a guy who's what forty one. So, uh, and like you said, they won a lot of close games last year. Um, that usually comes back to that. You usually, you know, have a regression to the mean when you win as many one possession games as they did last year. Um, if I recall correctly, I think it was something like four or five. They were extremely well, um, played extremely well in, in one possession games last year. And they're doing it again this year. Now, they won four this year. <laughs> listen, I can't stand Sean Payton. Never have, never great will. Coach. Guy's a great coach. <laughs> All right, period. <laughs> like, look, y'all know us, right? I can't stand him as a team. Can't stand Sean Payton. Excellent coach. You're seeing that bear itself out. All right. In the same way you were saying with Aaron Rodgers, I got to eat my words on Green Bay as well. Um, now, I'm a little less inclined to think Green Bay can have postseason success in the same way I think New Orleans will. Um, if I had to put a flyer on one of them, I'm trusting New Orleans a little bit more in the postseason this year than Green Bay just because of the pass rush. But yeah, Matt, yeah, yeah. Matt LaFleur has proven himself to be an exceptional coach as well. Um, I don't think he's Kyle Shanahan um, or anybody just yet. Kyle Shanahan undressed him last year in the NFC title game. Um but both of those teams, you know, the data bears itself out. And they honestly didn't improve talent-wise in the oh. offseason on defense either. Neither of them. <laughs> so I think it's got better, man. That's coaching. I, that's that's, that's development, <laughs> man. That's player development. <laughs> like what you're saying, just elite head coaches who with, with, with good coaching staffs. Um, and there's an element of data there that, you know, you just can't, you can't really uh you can't really include within there. Uh, anyway, speaking of the Saints, all that being said, like I said, I think they're definitely going to win the division. They've got what is effectively like a three-game lead over Tampa Bay, um, having completed the season sweep. Um, they got the Falcons this weekend. I, I, I think New Orleans is going to cruise to the division title. Um, but surprisingly, this is my upset pick. I like Atlanta I this they, weekend. <laughs> I was about to say, I think they lose this weekend. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and people are like, why is that? Two things. Number one, Mr. 30 for 30 is starting. Um and Jameis Winston. So they don't have Drew Brees out there. Uh, number two, it's a division game. The Falcons are very familiar with New Orleans. Um, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones are very familiar with what they offer. That is an incredibly tough place to play. I went to one game there before. Uh, my ears were ringing for like two hours afterwards. I can't imagine trying to call out signals and direct an offense, so on and so forth. You don't have that this year. Um, and then Atlanta's coming off a of bye week. Uh, and traditionally, we've seen since the new CBA, teams coming off bye weeks so are is it when you just don't have as much contact uh, as you used to, um, you know, you're going to be in a much better position to win games post Bobby. So I got Atlanta beat New Orleans this weekend. Yeah, same. Uh, and they, man, they've, they weren't playing terrible under Quinn. They just weren't finishing games. Right. Um, in different spots since uh, Raheem Morris, they should be four and oh, but they're three and one. Mm -hmm. I think they gave up the Lions game. Um, but it should be 4-0 under Raheem Morris. They they have – it's just different. I don't even know how to explain it. They, they've been playing in different spots better. Mm -hmm. And and it's at um, Atlanta. Um, granted, I think they – I don't know if it's 25% capacity or something like that. Home game's a home game. All right, home game's a home game. Oh, no, this one's in New Orleans. Huh? 
Uh, this Sunday's in New Orleans. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking ahead. Okay, so they don't have any fans, right? No fans in the, in the Superdome. So no fans. Um, no advantage. Anybody. <laughs> no advantage. Anybody. Um, like you said, got Mr. Thirty for Thirty, and you know, the a poor man's. Um, you know, Taysom. Lamar Jackson is a poor man's Taysom Hill. Yeah. From what we've heard. <laughs> so we'll see what we'll see how he does. We'll we'll talk about that on another pod. But oh, man. yeah, man, I think I think Atlanta, I think Atlanta gets this one. Um that offense is kind of hitting its stride, you know, lately. Yeah. Then it's man, those 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 young corners just need reps. Um I'm a secondary guy, and I know like AJ Terrell is balling this year, but mm. you know, kind of everybody else have been middle of the road, but yeah, I think I think Atlanta gets this one. Yeah, just the first, at least the first one. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's any way Atlanta sweeps New Orleans, but them coming off the bye week, um, I like them. I like them down in the Superdome with no fans. Uh, you mentioned Lamar Jackson, so let's talk about it. Uh, Titans Ravens. I don't really do the whole rematch of games. It was an AFC divisional playoff, which means like if you lose, you go home. So there's no revenge, right? Titans won last yeah. year. That's that sucks is what it is. <laughs> you know, if Baltimore wins this Sunday, they're not avenging a home playoff loss. Um, that being said, <clears throat> you and I said it before the season and I had Baltimore winning the Super Bowl. Uh, but I thought I thought there was not enough emphasis on Marshall Yonda's retirement. I think anybody who is as good as him, who retired from a position as important as guard, would have got a whole lot more, you know, consideration a whole lot more conversation um between him retiring and the season-ending injury to ronnie stanley uh this offense has some very legitimate question marks moving forward yeah um the the retirement is already a question mark and my thing with even last year's mvp run i saw it you don't have you can't you're probably not going to win in the postseason if you don't have receivers on the outside. Yep. Yep. Because it's not, you can throw to Mark Andrews all day through the middle. Hollywood mm-hmm. Brown can do his thing through the middle. But if you don't have a guy who can take over a game, mm-hmm. then it is it's going to be hard to win. It when it counts. Yep. Now, especially when I'm looking at Greg Roman's history. In my opinion, he abandons the run too quick. Too quick. Every just... prime time we say Lamar Jackson is he's one in five or one in six in these primetime games. Go back and look. <laughs> they got him behind. Yep. If you look at the box score, they've dominated in the run game, even in the loss. Mm-hmm. It's hey, we got behind 10 points. Now we have to pass the ball early on downs. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're still about to run for over 200 yards and we can still make it up uh, on the ground. Now, when we have to pass, cool. If it's third and 10, um, that's different. But cool. a lot of those, a lot of those games, man, even with the Chiefs early this season, I think they ran for a buck 70. Yep. They didn't have to pass the ball so often, so early as they did. The game the other night against the Patriots, they ran the ball well. Patriots ran the ball well too. Uh-huh. Less, um, they ran the ball less effective. They, they they ran the ball less effective in the second half because uh, Wink just said, you know, we're gonna blitz. <laughs> we're gonna blitz. We're gonna send six. 
and then try she to you know, try to run try to run on us now. The same game plan that they had, the Patriots had against Baltimore. Baltimore should have had against New England. Yeah. Cam hasn't shown you the ability of uh, to pass the ball around the field, other than the Seattle game. Man, everybody passes on Seattle. Yeah, their defense. Is- <laughs> when he had that great game, and Cam fans are like, you know, look at this. Look, I was like, hold your brakes. Everybody passes the ball. Well settle down Seattle. now. <laughs> like just, just settle down. Come on now, and. Ever since then, he's averaging the same numbers as Lamar Jackson. Yeah. You know, they've won, I think, the last the last three weeks, they've discovered, you know, hey, we can just run the ball. We have the best offensive line in the league. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. let's just do this. Now, Baltimore's O-line has regressed, but you still, you're leading the league in Russia. Yeah. Run the ball. Run the ball. Thank you. You're going against Tennessee. You keep the ball away from Derrick Henry. They're trying to run the ball, play action. <laughs> so the both teams are going to have the same formula. Uh-huh. And it's a matter of, hey, put some pressure on Ryan Tannehill, see if he's going to turn the ball over. All right. I'm not, you know, I'm not necessarily concerned about the off well, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson's uh, progression in the offense. I'm just worried about the game plan. Yeah. Because if you if you put an emphasis on running the ball, we're gonna run the ball 35 times. Lamar is gonna be fine. We yeah. don't need him to throw for 350. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, I know I mean, that was a lot, but yeah, I've been man, I've been having the same thoughts, you know, since last year before that we uh, before the Ravens lost to the Tennessee had these same thoughts. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Des Bryant brings something, some red zone magics, you know, some. Some 50-50 Antoine Bowden type catches. Because <laughs> that's all you need in this offense. Yeah. That's what's missing. That outside guy to step up. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we're saying they need D-hop. Like, they just need a guy who's not in the slot or up the middle who can just exactly. make it. Like, when you throw the ball up, like, I don't care who's on me. You can't yep. guard me. I'm going up and I'm snatching this thing. Anquan exactly. Bowden's not a Hall of Fame receiver, but Joe Flacco had that in him. Made so many yep. big catches on third down. Um Throughout the throughout that team's run, um, early part of the last decade, um, as you mentioned, the Ravens had 158 rushing yards in that home loss to Kansas City on Monday night earlier in the year. Uh, I remember vividly Lamar Jackson threw the ball 57 times in the AFC Divisional Playoff last year. That's just absurd. But I do 57? think 57 times, um, which is ridiculous. I think this goes to one of the things we talked about in the offseason, though, is that you and I recognize it. I think the league recognizes it there are limitations to both Roman and wing Martindale as coordinators. And I, I think more so I can see the conversation shifting less from Lamar Jackson's development and progression and ability to throw the ball to all right, Greg Roman, you're really predictable. You abandon the run too fast. You start to crap your pants when we fall down by seven, let alone 10, what's going on here. And so I'm interested to see, how he adjusts, hopefully. Um, I mean, the next the next two weeks, right? And, you know, Baltimore is going to make the playoffs. They're going to finish with double-digit wins. Titans this week at Steelers. They end the season with Cowboys at Browns, uh, Jaguars, Giants at Bengals. All right? So they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to win double-digit games. Really, you got two games this week and next week to figure out what kind of team you're going to be come postseason and what's going to happen in the playoffs if you end up going down 17 to seven, which 
if you're going to win a Super Bowl, it's probably going to happen. Uh, and 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 because what Tennessee has is everybody talks about Derrick Henry. They got some playmakers, man. They got AJ Brown. That's the thing. Like, Even if Ryan Tannehill isn't averaging 300 yards per game passing, if you slow down that running game, he has some guys he can get the ball to. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. The Ravens don't have those type of guys. They have guys who can get open when the running game is going well mm-hmm. early. If they have a lead, if the running if they have a lead and they've gotten that lead with the running game, then you see Mark Andrews wide open. Mm-hmm. Then you see Hollywood Brown mainly in the slot because he, he doesn't beat anybody outside. No. Ever. <laughs> Ever. I'm telling you, man, look at all his <laughs> touchdowns, man. I try, you know, <laughs> you and I, we try to we try to talk football on Twitter, but some people just like oh, we're man. being homers. But I'm like, this it, is just the truth. You got Hollywood Brown. Who who would you want? Hollywood Brown or AJ Brown? I'm taking AJ, AJ Brown. Brown. Without quite 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10. There's no not even a question. Yeah. Like for one, he has them by like 60 pounds. <laughs> Facts. And he's six, and he's six four. Like he's so his route tree is already better and he has a bigger frame. Mm-hmm. Now, do that coaching staff need to either A, well, they all they always need to develop players. So you need to develop players and you need to get the ball, find a way to get the ball in your playmaker's hands. Mm-hmm. All right. Marquise Brown is He's not a bust. He's really good. You got to just put him in in positions where he's good at to get him the ball. Yeah. So. I mean, he's not an he's not an elite playmaking wide receiver. He's gonna he's gonna make he's gonna make big plays. All right, but I put it you this way: uh, if I'm down, you know, 24, 20, 47 seconds left, and you know, I'm on I'm at midfield. There's nobody I feel like I can throw the ball to that's going to make a play if I'm no. Baltimore. No. Nope. Even Mark Andrews. Because if I'm defense, I'm not He's letting limited. Mark Andrews beat me. I'm not. I'm not letting. It, and exactly. so that's the pro- Every other team in the AFC has that. Pittsburgh. Yeah. It, it, you know, Tennessee's yeah. got A.J. Brown. Kansas City has eight of them. Uh, you know, <laughs> like. The running, the running game is great until you need to play on third and eight. You know, like you can be, you can have two hundred rushing yards, but if the game is close. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and you find yourself down four, and you need a touchdown. You got to drive the field. You need a guy to make a play in it through the air. You need a big time player, and and it's like, look, the, the AFC playoff picture right now: Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Buffalo, Indy, Vegas, Miami. You're not blowing out any of those teams: Buffalo, no, no, Indy, no. and Las Vegas included. You're not. You definitely not blowing out the Bills. You're not nope. blowing out the Raiders. I don't know if people watch the Raiders. You don't get a chance to do it this weekend on Sunday I'll night. Watch them. They have they have Darren Waller, and you talk about Darren Waller Can't or Mark stop Andrews. That guy. I'm Darren taking Darren Waller. Waller over Mark Andrews because he does more. He's a wide receiver, man. He just is two forty. <laughs> Baltimore is the only current AFC playoff team that does not have a guy where in a two yep. minute drill you throw them the ball. They gonna say, "F you." Yep. I'm better than you. I'm taking this. And that matters, man. That and matters. Like you, like you said, you don't have to have Newt Hopkins. He's top three receiver in the game. You don't have to have – you got to have the Devontae ability Parker. to get <laughs> – Exactly. You got to have the ability to get open yeah. consistently 
on the outside or in wherever you line this guy up. Yeah. And that's until they do that, you know, they're not going to be, they're not going to scare anybody anymore. Yeah. Last year they were scary mm-hmm. because, and another thing we're not talking about is, okay, you chose the better tight end. Andrews is better than Hurst, mm-hmm. but you, 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 uh, Nick Boyle is out. A lot of those three tight end sets where you can run the ball and pass the ball and spread the fit. You don't have that ability anymore. That's why Baltimore was good last year. Yep. So you're not worried that the personnel uh, on defense changes when you bring three tight ends in. Mm-hmm. Three tight ends, one running back. You're running 31 personnel with one wide out, but really you have four wide outs. About 1980, man. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> you can't. <laughs> they don't have that ability anymore. So, um, yeah, man, some, a, a lot of the struggles, I, if a lot of those struggles on Greg Roman, and that coaching staff, um, the ability to adjust who they have and the personnel they have. Uh, Lamar, aside from the Pittsburgh game, hasn't had a terrible game. Yeah, he's playing well this year. Four. Yeah, except Pittsburgh. He was awful that game. But, yeah, he was <laughs> awful. He was awful that game. And they lost by four. Yeah. And still gave him a chance at the end. Yeah. He needs a big-time so, weapon. Uh, yeah. And even the Colts. Like, people are like, oh, the Colts don't have – you give me Mo Alley Cox. And Zach Pascal yeah. on a two-minute drill. Yeah. I'm taking both of them over Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown. It's it's the it's the physical neck. Can this guy get open? Can he create separation? They'll have T.Y. Hilton. He isn't what he's used to be, but he can get open. Mm-hmm. I don't see guys getting open for Baltimore. No. Like they they no separation, especially on the outside. None. None. So um there's our Ravens rant. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we've, been they, holding on. we've been holding on to that for a minute. Uh, we could go more in depth. We will over the next few weeks. Um, look, they they can still win the Super Bowl. It will just it will take a Herculean effort from that defense, which is good enough to do that. So yes, when they get all the pieces back, yeah, because people, uh, I don't like use injury excuses because uh, with the Patriots, okay, you had yes, you have some opt outs and things like that, but you have the best O line in football. And that O-line is intact. Mm-hmm. And then the Ravens on the opposite side, they lose Brandon Williams the first drive. They're without Calais Campbell. Um, so, you know. Piling up. That was bound for destruction from the start of the game. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that wasn't the only reason. But, yeah, that was a big reason why, you know, New England ran for whatever, 150, 160 on the Yeah. I think it's a big week for Baltimore. I mean, to be totally honest, I got Tennessee winning. Um I wouldn't be surprised to see them lose this weekend, next week, and fall to six and five. Now, I think we do split with Pittsburgh just because neither team can sweep each other. Um, yeah. But even if they lose the next two, I think Baltimore still goes 11 and five, 10 and six at the worst. But I think this week and next week are paramount to them gaining some level of confidence and identity for the postseason. Um, and, and that's the most important thing. So, because if you win these two, you're sitting at eight and three. You have the Cowboys, the Browns, the Jags, Giants, Bengals. Oh, you so, don't feel good re- about yourself. Like you said, regardless, if you lose these two, but you win the next four, you know you feel good because you're going to make the postseason. But you're like, man, something in the back of your good. mind. Yep, we haven't beat a good team. Yep. The Browns. Yep, just beat the Browns. But if you can, if you can win against Tennessee, uh, even if you lose against the Steelers. You got that Tennessee win in, you know, in the back of your mind. But I think going 2-0 the next two weeks will go a long way. Even if they don't win out, 
you know, if they slip up one of these other games, they need to be one or both of these teams if they yeah. want to make a deep postseason run. Yeah, they got to. I'm sure it's Harbaugh is telling them the same thing. Yeah, it's the psyche. And people are like, oh, that doesn't matter. It matters. right? Like I said, they could lose these next two, win, f- finish the year on, what, a five-game win streak. And then yeah. when you got to go to Buffalo or Pittsburgh or wherever for that wild card game, like they're humans. And that's going to that's, that's, that's be something they'll have to battle against. Who you got winning this week, Titans, Ravens? Uh, I think Ravens bounce back, man. Uh, for one, it's a one o'clock game. It's not a prime time game. Lovely. I think that matters too. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I think that I think that matters. Uh, kind of, I want to say no pressure, but you don't feel as much pressure. Um, man, I, I'm kind of. I don't think on the in the Pittsburgh game, I had a feeling that Lamar was trying to do too much. He was trying to kind of live up to his own hype, mm. but. He doesn't have, I think, even in that Patriots loss, he really, in the monsoon, the guy played pretty well. Played well. <laughs> like, he played well. That one interception was essentially a punt. I wish you would have yeah. do it. You would have got three anyway. Yeah. Um, and still lost that game. But he's been efficient. He's still been efficient, other than that Pittsburgh loss. Um, the problem is, um, he's a leading rusher. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. That can't He's their leading rusher. Mark Ingram kind of, uh, just came back. Uh, I think you should just keep feeding J.K. Dobbins. I think he's more versatile. Yes. Um, but I, I think they bounce back, man. I think they bounce back. Or, or I know you got to go. So some quick hits. Packers, Colts. Packers. Packers. I don't trust yeah. the Colts. Yeah, me neither. I don't trust oh. the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Um, I like Kenny Moore. Um, I love Kenny Moore's from actually he's from Valdosta. He went to Lowndes. Hey. He too got out of Valdosta State. Um, I love Kenny Moore, but I don't think they have enough, man. Yeah. They, I, I, love, I, I love watching that Colts defense. I do too. Oh, yeah. I was always high on them now. I like Buckner. I like that front seven. But Aaron Rodgers on carpet, unless you just got an elite secondary. Good luck. I'm um, going with the Hey, Devontae Adams, I just got a notification that, you know, he's he may or may not be out. It don't matter. <laughs> It don't matter. <laughs> Chiefs Raiders. It's in Vegas. Empty stadium. Uh, ah, it's an empty stadium. I don't. I don't think they sweep them. I don't, I don't think, think so either. Them. I got the Chiefs. I got Chiefs. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be a good one though. Uh, and then Rams Bucks Monday night. Ooh. Rams Bucks Monday night. Now that one got fans. I'm looking forward to that one. Rams Bucks. Where is it? <laughs> it's in Tampa. I'm gonna go Rams, man. Gonna go Rams. Yeah, I think Sean McVay is in his bag again. Maybe because Kyle Shanahan's having a down year. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna go Rams. I'm gonna go Rams too. I like the Rams. I like the Rams in this game. I it's think good. It, it, it's it, it's good for if Tampa Bay wants to make a run. Obviously, they do. It's good for them to have these losses like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They have some. They they have some like growing spurts they need to go through if they're gonna actually make a postseason. Exactly, run, so. exactly. And everybody uh, still isn't all the way healthy. So no, honestly, more than anything, this year is gonna be about who gets hot. And I, this is like the year of that to mm-hmm. me. It's so it's too many good teams. Too many good teams. Or too, too many good rather. teams with pretty good records. Mm-hmm. Let's say like like a team like Chicago. If they get hot on offense, I don't know how, but they got Nick Foles. That's <laughs> like not outside the, last, the realm of possibility. 
like the last three games, they sneak in a, po- a postseason <laughs> with one of the best defenses in the league. Good luck. Come on, man. One of the best receivers in Allen Robinson. Yeah. They can't. That's one of those teams where you can get high at the end and make a run. This year, unlike any other year, it's like, look, you just got to get in. Just get in. Even the Browns. <laughs> yeah. Look, just get in this year. Because their running game, the Browns actually have the formula. Mm-hmm. They just, got Tennessee from last. They remind me a little bit of Tennessee from last year. Mayfield just don't don't stink it up. I hope you do. But. Just be Ryan Tannehill, bro. Just just chill out. <laughs> yeah. um, hey, it feels good to be back, man. We'll be back next week with some more in-depth uh, walk through every game. A little bit longer episode. Uh, looking forward to hopping back in here with y'all. Kelly, now you got to go mold some young minds, man. So we appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> All, right, all 22, y'all be great.